Hi gang, we're back. It's part two. And this one's about board games. It is. I'm excited about this one. Me, me too. It's yeah. a bit different. It's, it's a bit so- different. It's a bit different, isn't it? It's. Uh, we've talked a lot about retro games. We talked about games. We talked about movies. We're expanding. It's, we talked about schoolyard games. That mm. was. I would put this in the same bracket. Yeah. Of episodes, schoolyard games. I would also put the arcade one in there as well because that's slightly different as well. It's still about games, but it's like we were just talking about arcade games. So I think it's a similar sort. It's a similar similar sort of thing. I agree because it's more like um oh. It's more rose tinted looking back at like yes. what I'm about because I haven't played a board game. Actually, the last time I played a board game was probably Risk when you and Simon yeah. was teaching me and Terry how to play Risk. Well, there you go with questionable results. We will might go into that. We might go into that <laughs> a little bit later on. Let's just dive in. Yep, let's, let's not go. Fuck around. Now I can see you've got a bit of a list. Aye. I. What I've done is I've asked some of my nearest and dearest for some games that they would like us to talk about. Lovely. And, and that got... also makes them feel bad and they might actually listen to this episode. Exactly. <laughs> so I've got quite a few people here who've, who've sent my ideas, so I'd like to go through them. And then I've got another list of games that they haven't mentioned that I want to talk about. Sweet. And you look like you've got a list there that may not be mentioned either. Okay. If they do mention them, just jump in with what you've got. Brilliant. One thing I wanted to say first of all, though, is just give a, a bit of a shout out or heads up to people who haven't seen anything uh, by AVGN for Board James. Yes, I've, because I've I brought love, that down. Yeah. I love the Board James episodes. He's finished them now, hasn't he? He's round like I don't know if he's going to do any more, but the story he was telling, he's rounded it up, hasn't he, with his last episode? I mean, there's one that's of particular interest. Well. Not really particular interest, but it's probably a bit more like um, helpful for us. Mm-hmm. But I'll be talking about it when we mention a few of these games. Mm-hmm. And it's episode 25 because he talks about a few board games that are actually conversions of com- like ga- like uh, computer yes. games. Uh, yes. One in particular is Street Fighter 2, uh-huh. which I would kill to just have a go of. Mm. And I know it will be a load of balls and I'd hate it, but just to be sitting there and playing Street Fighter 2, mm. the board game, would be amazing. That would be cool. I was thinking it would be really cool if we, during this episode, could actually play a board game. I think that would be a cool idea. But then I was thinking about the logistics of it and how broken the the, the podcast would sound because every turn you'd have like a couple of seconds of silence and mm. then you'd have the dice roll or whatever the hell we were rolling. So I just didn't think it would work. But, I, well, maybe it's at some point. I still think we should get somebody on uh-huh. to be the dungeon master. And record that. And we can we can play Dungeons & Dragons. That would be sweet. Because that be that's sweet. a lot more descriptive and would have to be in the game. That'll be the, the, the episode where we get a guest editor in, or a guest producer in, actually, and that would be you. And you could do the production. <laughs> to read through, like, seven <laughs> yes, hours exactly. of <laughs> I'm on holiday that week. Your baptism of fire. (laughs) Where I just lose all all the hair that I've got, which (laughs) isn't much anyway. Just use your chest hair and arm and leg hair. and. That's the irony. I have loads of hair hair. all over my body. Ball hair. Ball hair. Especially that. So definitely check out Board James, because I I really like them. To a certain extent, I actually like those episodes a bit more than some of the AVGM ones. But I think that might have been because of Bootsy, because I thought Bad Luck Bootsy was a really funny character. 
and he does most of the there's a lot of theme tunes that have been written for the episodes and Bad Luck Bootsy actually is written and recorded and he's quite an accomplished musician and Bootsy's probably amongst the three of them and Mike's pretty good gamer mm. but Bootsy's probably like he's really really it's good it's touch and go but I think he's probably the best but he finished Battletoads and uh, uh, there was a couple other ones he started doing that series and he never finished them it was telling people how to complete these really hard games and he only did about three episodes of the first one and never did any more I don't think yeah so do more of them yeah definitely because it's really good it's funny that James is probably the worst <laughs> and he's still good yeah. like at games uh, but he's the worst amongst the three of them uh, at least it feels that way that would be insulting if he ever listened to this episode <laughs> so that's James yeah so yes I wanted this to tell you what my friends and family said and a couple of people on Twitter who I consider neither my friends nor my family <laughs> okay no offence others as we class them the others are. so I asked quite a few people we had replies from my brother Martin yes he wanted to mention Torpedo Attack ah now Torpedo Attack you ever heard of crossbows and catapults as well no I'm shaking my head now these were these very interesting games that were it was a big board and you had these big plastic sort of pieces that you had elastic bands inside of that oh. fired things out. Yes. Yeah, this happened with the uh, yes. the other episode where we're talking about schoolyard games. And it's all coming back. Yes. Uh-huh. You're going to enjoy this yeah. episode. And everyone listening, you're going to enjoy it too. Because <laughs> uh, this is just the tip of the iceberg. So, Torpedo Attack, which I thought was called Battleships and Cruisers. My entire life I thought it was called Battleships and Cruisers. Yeah. But apparently Battleships and Cruisers is just another name for Battleships, mm-hmm. which I think you you might talk about. So, Torpedo Attack, you had a big board, and on either side you had your own battleships. And you had a submarine that would fire these torpedoes, which were like these discs, I think. And you had to get them at the different slots like on the, the ships. Yeah, And it would man, pop I'm... up the turrets on top. And then that would like sink the ships. Didn't have like stacks or something where you could knock them off. It's so the, so vague the yeah. memory of this. There it's was like... the reason I always consider crossbows and catapults to be in the same vein as that is because you had loads of elastic bands. Yeah, you, you got through shit. You know how like doing the trade you do, you get through loads of elastic bands potentially. Yeah. And they'll buggers. <laughs> so maybe it's the playing crossbows and catapults. Exactly. Really. But you'd you'd, have, you'd go through loads. Um, and you had there was loads of maintenance involved in these games because you had to keep restringing <laughs> your fucking cr- crossbows and catapults. But with the crossbows and catapults, was slightly different. You had to set up like your castles. It was actually quite a bit like um, uh, they, they played it on board James, I think, at one point, where they were firing these balls across at each other. <laughs> but on crossbows and catapults, it's these like they look like barbarian discs that had like little bubbles on them and stuff. Mm-hmm. But you would have to knock down each other's castles. And knock down the castle walls and stuff, and it was it was fucking great. It was so much fun because you had to set up your own little defenses and stuff, and then like destroy it. But both of them were like two games that I've got loads of memories of playing with my brother. He also mentioned Hungry Hippos. Now, oh. is that technically a board game? Would you say? Yeah, well, I've, there's, I've, a, I've there's a few that here that I've I've <clears throat> thought of, or people have mentioned that I've thought I would consider it to be in the board game genre because mm. that would. That covered a lot of different things like electronic games as well. Maybe like there's it's a bit vague. It's a bit of a grey area. But well, there was one that I was thinking of because there's a tangent I want to talk about a bit later. But uh, Rock'em Sock'em um, robots. You know how they made that film um, with 
Yeah. Hugh Jackman in. Um, That's clue, 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 oh shit. Real Steel, is it called? Real Steel, yeah. Well, hang on, what, what was I thinking of there? There was, there's another one with a robot that can talk a bit like Johnny Five. But Real Steel is the one you're thinking of. The one, I know the one you're referring to. It's by the director of Cletus Cletus Nine, isn't it? Yeah, aye. What the uh, fuck's that called? I've never seen Being it. Been with a C. Clarence? Clar- Clarice? Apparently, isn't one of the robots in that film based on... Ed 209 as well, isn't it? Uh, anyway. So, Rock'em Sock'em Robots, anyway, was... Is it Rock'em Sock'em Robots? It's not, is it? Is it? Is that what it's called? Is it where you the punch in the yeah. ring? Yeah. That was another game I was like, is that a board game? But mm. I don't know. So Well, my brother know. also mentioned one that we used to play at me granddad's because we, we, a lot of these games we actually used to play at his house with like me cousins. The one that he mentioned was you used to press the heads on the, these players, these big plastic players, and they used to kick the football. Right. No idea what it was called. I can only very, very vaguely remember what it looked like, but that was another one he mentioned. Well, actually, a tangent to, to that, which I haven't wrote down, but Sabutio, like, that, that's, like, massive. Well, that that's on the end of the list. Oh, of, is it? Yeah, that's another right. one that he mentioned, uh, Sabutio. And he, I remember he had quite a few teams. Oh, you had uh, full... Yeah, yeah, he had, like, the full teams. He had the full... I don't think he had any stadiums or anything, but he had... I remember he had the the hordens around the edge. I'm, I'm pretty sure he did anyway. I might uh-huh. that up, but... I had, like, uh, just the mat that was yeah. the, um, the pitch. Mm-hmm. And I had a few rand... Like, I had a team, but, mm-hmm. like, not, like... He had a few teams, like, I'm sure. They... they Expensive I, as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> they, they are... Um, well, at least about 10 years ago, there was uh, a massive scene. Like, mm. I'm sure there's a documentary, I bet you. Oh, like, one of those on like, whimsical kind of <laughs> documentaries poking fun at people who play them. I never really played Subutio just because I think I was too young. I would have been quite young when he had it. And anything I used to touch, I used to break somehow. I'd like quite, I used to, like, he always claims that I broke his Mega Drive, oh. which uh, to this day I still say I don't think I did, but. I, but I never really, I don't, don't think I really played Subutio. Dangerous game, like if you left it lying around, easy. Stand on them, yeah. like stand on a Lego brick. Yeah, fucking torture. You also mentioned the Games Workshop games, Blood Bowl. You see, they're a genre within themselves because mm. um, them sort of games, I, I really want to play them. Like mm-hmm. I, I would love to have a friend that like was into that sort of thing and could teach us. But I, I, I bet you the learning curve uh, is fucking badly we had a couple of games of Blood Bowl and I remember I, used to, I one thing I used to love was the art design on the board I love the art. Of, like a missing leg and shit like that it was yeah. beautiful we had a couple of games again I was quite young but as you know I'm quite advanced for my age anyway <laughs> uh, but he had again he had a couple of teams and you could always always get like this, the special players and stuff uh, we had a few games of it and I liked it although I didn't understand the entire concept of it mm-hmm. it was good but one thing that we played well we play up until this day really I suppose is the card game the, well, I've mentioned a couple of times the team manager card game yeah, which is fantastic that's a really good which technically is a card game not a board game mm-hmm. it's worth a shout though because that's a great game he also had Tyranid Attack which was another games workshop game right? Yeah. which was more along the Dungeons and Dragons uh, idea you were kind of going around I think it was a spaceship and these tyrannids were like the aliens on the spaceship and you were you played space marines and you had to go around it the idea was you should you paint your characters <clears throat> so you get the game 
paint the characters and then play the game. I don't think Martin ever played, uh, painted them though. I remember I actually painted one of his Blood Bowl teams though. I uh, the whole lot. It was the humans, and I, I did quite a good job of it. But I would say that. Yeah, I know. I'm <laughs> no, getting that recurring theme. No, I just I remember <laughs> it was one. You know, you know when you do like there's certain things you do in your life that you just think I actually did a really good job of that. You know, there was this icon I created for Grand Theft Auto Five, which is the the um, gang. I can't really call them. It's called Riot Act. That's like for some reason it's a name I've always come up with. Oh, it's well, it's because there's a Pearl Jam album called Riot Act. Right. Yeah. And I remember playing on the PC in the old house I used to live in. I worked out how to play Command and Conquer. I think it was Tiberium Wars online, and it was one of the first games I ever played online. I'm can't believe I've never talked about it before. Actually. Aye, special memories um, there. Like um, I, I, I wish I have. I had played that this online was before I had my Xbox. But it was like one. It might have been Tiberium Wars or what was the other one? Generals? No, it was Tiberium Wars. Red Alert. It was definitely Tiberium right. Wars because I I never it, Generals was after that I think. I managed to play that online and I was shit at it because like I'd came in when there was people it was one of those games that people were still playing like years after it came out Yeah. and I made up a clan called Riot Act and my colour was pink for some reason I just chose pink so I always stuck with Riot Act after that because I thought it was a pretty cool name and I made this clan or gang or whatever you call it on Grand Theft Auto 5 the online component and I wanted to have can you make up your own emblems I wanted to have my own version of, you know, Banksy's piece of art where the writer's throwing a Molotov cocktail, but it's actually like a bunch of flowers he's thrown. Yeah, I know it very well because in this uh, actual room you had a Banksy calendar that's right. and for a while that was... Exactly. Yeah. So I did my own version of that on the Grand Theft Auto V emblem creator, which if anyone's familiar with that, it's just little shapes and you have to move the shapes around and stuff. So mm. I used loads of di- like triangles and squares and eventually made this picture which now I've mentioned it, I'll stick it on Twitter. And I was so proud of it because it took us fucking ages and it looks great. Mm-hmm. This was something similar to that where I always remember, I think, like, oh, I did a really good job of painting them. Like, and actually, if you look at them now, you're like, fucking hell, that's quite good there. Oh, oh, you've just think. stoked a weird memory there because in the other podcast we're talking about the Amiga and uh, on Workbench, there's certain things, when you stuck a Workbench disc in, there's certain things you could access from that thing. Uh-huh. One of them being... The voice thing that I used yeah. on a song. <laughs> Smoking after sex.
So that was one of the things I used to use it for. And the other one was I used to piss around. You could change the cursor of, right, yeah. of the Amiga. Uh-huh. And it was just this little square. And I remember changing it into a little sword. All right. And it was simple and crappy. But that was, at that time, I was like quite proud of and that. did you create the sword? Yeah, you yeah. Actually, like, you, you had it, like a big, you had a, a square. Ah, so you could like pixel art yeah. sort of thing. And mm-hmm. you could only ever use it when you loaded up Word, uh, Workbench because the Mega didn't have really much internal memory. Uh-huh. I mean, Naila could correct me on that. Cause <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's the, what it was like. Uh-huh. But I remember creating that and being quite proud of that. And go. it's funny playing the Amiga emulators and going for workbenches reminded me of that. There you go. Anyway, carry on. Another one you said he played, I've never heard of this, but it sounds fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. He used to play this with his mate Tim. Tim is a guy who I remember, but I remember more for the stories that my brother used to tell us about him because he was like quite a fascinating guy. Uh-huh. But they were quite young when they used to hang out together. Uh-huh. It's actually... If you remember when we were talking about Starship Troopers and I said, oh, I went to the cinema to see Starship Troopers, mm-hmm. the guy who I went to see the cinema, go to see that with at the cinema was Tim's dad. And I think, I don't know if Tim was there, but his brother Robin was. So it was like, I don't know why he took us to the cinema, but I went to see Starship Troopers with him. Were you not like, embarrassing all those boobs at that age with uh, someone's dad there? Yeah, it was, uh, well, I think he was going, fucking, whoa. And you were like, <laughs> Yeah, I oh, come on let's just enjoy the cinematography yeah? <laughs> yeah. Um, but he one story I remember with him is he had a, a science kit like one of those um, at home science kit things and ended up dying his whole garden blue or something mad like oh that. awesome <laughs> that was one story I remember because they're kind of board game in a, well not yeah. board game well, they come in a box uh, and they're like them kind of science now is this a board game special or a box special sorry <laughs> <laughs> That would be a better one, wouldn't it? Eight box. hours later. Aye. And there's another thing that comes in a box. Yeah. Oh, this fucking lush sofa when I was younger. <laughs> I've literally picked one of the only things that doesn't come in a box. <laughs> yeah, have I? Shit. I was going to say, coffins, they're kind of like boxes. Oh, yeah. Well, then the gift would, or the, the thing that would be a corpse, wouldn't it? Well, if you were necrophiliac, you would box. like that. I remember. Oh. This is meant to be the episode of play to people that are like one again. PG rated. Tits. Arseholes. The game he played though was called Escape from Colditz. You ever heard of that? I've seen a clip of this. I've never heard of it. What a, like, quite distasteful board game. Alright. I'm going to have to look because I I didn't have time unfortunately to look up anything about it but I was hoping maybe you no I just seen that it existed I was like eh that's metal that's one to check out I certainly will be and I'll be putting a picture on uh, Twitter maybe and some a couple of remarks (laughs) but Escape from Cold it's one interesting concept yeah I also got a reply from my sister I don't think I've ever mentioned my sister before Jen Ghost Castle Ghost Castle you ever heard of Ghost Castle no I think I think the, the piece one of the main pieces of the game was a little skull. I'm uh, pretty sure it glue in the dark. Glowed in the dark. Uh, glue in the dark. Uh. So Ghost Castle was one of these games. It's quite a few of these where you had to build the whole thing before you started playing. How long do you think that took? Well, a long time. And me, me mother actually remarked because she made a suggestion as well. She uh, she don't think she doesn't think she ever saw it actually completed. <laughs> I don't think we ever got to the point where it was actually built. You know, but, it, yeah. At Christmas, me me niece got this. Uh, they're called Shopkins. Oh yes, uh, me, my niece loves them as well. 
this seemed the, the the big amongst kids, and uh, so I, me and Louise had bought Minnie's this this shotgun thing. She was like, "Oh, can you help us put it together?" Two hours later, seriously, it's the instructions are ridiculous. No. There's nothing like the um, the Lego thing, the fake Lego thing that Simon got with that timeline. No, which did take me about two hours. <gasps> Ooh, did it? Oh well, it's it's similar then. Oh. Although you completed in two hours, the Shopkins thing well, is still unfinished. It said three to five years on the box. <laughs> it said on the box of the Shopkins, like something like that, condescending. But I was like, after two hours and three cans of shandy because I was driving, Oof. I was like, how would you feel if I didn't complete this? <laughs> and <laughs> then I just took our attention off it by like, <laughs> oh look, Frozen's on TV. Uh. Let it snow. Ghost Castle, though, you had to put this castle together and then you played these little characters who, I think, on with like little bits of cardboard. So remember when you you had to put the bit of cardboard into this little holder and ah. the bottom of the bit of cardboard was always frayed and stuff where you're trying to jam it in. Yeah. But I'm sure on one side there was like a cool kid like with shades and a cool jacket and then the other side he was kind of like... Yeah. Uh, 90s cool, And the other side he looked like proper scared. He was like... Ugh. Ninety scared. Ninety scared. <laughs> yeah, you had to move around this uh, this castle. It had lo- loads of traps, so you would stand on a mirror. On a, sorry, on a little trapdoor thing, and the mirror would spin around and scare you and shit like that. Do you remember J- uh, Bo James was talking about that one that had like the boulders coming out the volcano? Ah, yeah. It was a similar thing to that, where the skull would fall down the stairs and knock you over and stuff. <clears throat> it was a wonderful looking game. Like I say, you were just rolling the dice and moving around, and depending on what square you landed on, that's what happened to you. But it was cool, like a really cool the thing. The smoke and mirrors uh, which of is, the actual like design of yeah. the board kind of took you off the fact that all you're doing is just exactly. essentially moving around. Yeah, very simplistic. But it was a lovely looking game, and like I say, the the skull glowed in the dark. She also mentioned a game that my brother made. He made a game. He had this big, like bit of, uh, well, I suppose wood. Actually, it wasn't card. It was this big panel of wood mm-hmm. it had like felt green felt on the top I don't know what it was for originally but he took that and I remember him and his and my auntie were in the NFL quite a bit so my brother and my dad made this game they drew on this board and made it look like a, an NFL pitch with like 10, 20, 30 yards and stuff mm-hmm. and I think they drew I think my brother's uh, team was the Broncos pretty sure the other one was the Bears maybe but he chose two teams and wrote the names on either side and him and my dad came up with this this game using these little these little plastic helmets they had these little plastic NFL helmets and there was a dice involved where it would go underneath the helmet and he would also I think he played with little NFL chocolates or something at one point I don't know what the rules were and Jenny my sister didn't know what the rules were yeah. but we used to see them playing it and thinking that looked pretty cool because they'd made it themselves so interestingly did your sister bring that up, but not yeah. your brother? No, my sister did, and then my brother straight oh. away said, because we had a conversation in WhatsApp, my brother straight away said, oh, I was going to mention that, but I think your battery died or something like that. But, yeah, they both mentioned that one. She also said, Mastermind. Do you ever play that? Again, I remember that from school, because there's something I wanted to bring up. Might is it well Fallout? It now. Sorry, is it Fallout? Fallout, I want to bring up Fallout. Is, it, is that what you were going to refer to? No. Oh, okay. Well, I'll, I'll see why I said that. All right. That. The thing I was going to bring up is, do you remember at, um, 
It ha- it happened more primary school, but like it's the last day of term. Oh, How yeah, you bring in your board game. games uh, and stuff, and that's where I remember like playing a lot of these games. Um, I'm going to mention the game of life because that was the one that a lot of people would bring in, mm. and Kaplunk and uh, all them sort of stuff. Uh-huh. The simpler ones were what people like went to. I mean, if we're talking about things in boxes, <laughs> someone bought a corpse into school. <laughs> <laughs> Jigsaws and stuff like that, but yeah, like jigsaws. I remember that, like in primary school, just basically the last day of term, you would always have a board game and you would play it. And for me, that was, I think, three years in a row. There were other times because no one really wanted to play board games, mm. did they? Unless they were forced to. Mm-hmm. Like you hit school, you got no better today. You've got to play board games because yeah. if you're at home, you'd rather play on the computer or something well, like that. Or play outside if you. Yeah, or play outside exactly, or watch TV even. But no, you're stuck there. You've got to play a board game. For your game, you're, you're brought in. Mm-hmm. But with Mastermind, it was where you. It had nothing to do with the actual TV I know, show. Yeah, I remember the the really like the Pro- front cover. Provocative, of, wasn't it? It, with, it reminds with that me Asian of, lady. Yeah, and it reminds me of charity shops. Yeah. Because it's like that kind of dusty kind he of 70s like, thing. That. He looked like a baddie on, in a James Bond film or something, didn't he? With that, like, he was well, just kind like of leering with like this this beautiful woman next to him, kind of going, do you dare to challenge me? A low-budget kind of like rip-off of um, yeah. 007, like, yeah. Like Johnny Bond or something like that. Johnny Bond, yeah. But you'd have to guess the code, basically, wouldn't you? So you'd have to like put in the little... Pegs, yeah, and the pegs, the yeah, pegs and then, you'd have to find them. And lo- you'd lose the fuckers all over the place. Yeah. Right? Uh, it was a bit like, I'm sure it's a bridge or something. You, you have to use pegs to keep scoring bridge, I think. It was a bit like that. There's another game that I used to take on holiday where it, it came in a kind of, it, it almost looked like a, um, like a lady's kind of like case that you open up. like Vanity case. Yeah. Uh-huh. And it had loads of pegs and the aim of the game was... You had to like jump over a peg to to kill it. Oh yes, yes, yes. And is that Chinese checkers? Is that what that is? Or I don't know what it's called. I mm. remember the aim of the game is to end on no pegs, yeah, and right. it's like it's quite hard because that's but right. That them pegs are what are used in Mastermind. Mm-hmm. The same thing. The reason I say Fallout is because you know the the hacking thing in Fallout with the words. That is a very similar concept. To and Mastermind. I'm shit at that. Uh, Absolutely shit at it. Uh, it's usually just look for me. If yeah. I don't get it on the first guess, if I don't get like within two letters of it, I just think, oh, I might as well start again. Yeah, what's good about Fallout 4 is it just locks you out for like five seconds. Oh, on the other it? ones, it used to just lock you out permanently. Yeah. You couldn't go back to them. I didn't know it was a five second lockout. It's something I've never been able to get like yeah. the hang of. It's a funny thing, like, but that's that always makes us think of Mastermind. Cluedo. That's what my mother my mother said. I've got a few things to say about Cluedo. Like, say them. Like, fuck it. No. <laughs> I haven't. It's a difficult game, like. Right. So this opens up a little um, side conversation. It's a side conversation. <laughs> side conversation. That beer's went in my head. So anyway, Cluedo, which is clo- which is called Clue in, in, in yes, America. Yes, it is, yes. So, I know there's a film about Cluedo. Mm. So, I thought, right, I went on IMDb to find out a little bit more about it. Well, this podcast seems to love Tim Curry. Yeah. So, Tim Curry's in Clue. Clue. Right. So, I went on IMDb, and do you know on IMDb they have keywords? 
Right. Usually they're quite like odd. IGN podcast does a um a, a like um it's a kind of puzzle thing about keywords. Mm-hmm. They do it on the podcast where you'll you'll say like a word. I'm trying to think of an example. So like a, a film like I'm looking at Double Dragon. Mm-hmm. Do, I'm looking at Double Dragon, right? On their keyword, I, I haven't got it at hand, but the, it could be something like um, I don't know, blue grass. Just say blue grass appears in the film. Mm-hmm. It's like I don't know. So then it goes to the next one, and that's how they guess the film. So it goes down and down. So I went on I um. IMDB and I had a look at what titles have um, board games in them so board games Mm -hmm. and there's only nine of the whole of IMDB Mm -hmm. there's only nine films that are based on board games right but then when you do a little bit more digging five of them are actually video games because IMDB actually has video games on it yeah so the other ones that are left is Battleship. Oh, yeah. You know how they made Rihanna. a film of that? Liam Neeson, isn't that, is it? Uh, yeah, he, he isn't billed on it, but uh, I think he is in it. Like. Rihanna plays like the... We've talked about this before, because Rihanna plays the uh, Michelle Rodriguez role. Yeah. Uh, the hard-ass. The next one is... It's Uno the movie. All right. It was made in 2016, right? I don't think many people have watched it, uh, rated it, mm-hmm. rather. But it has a 9.9 star rating on, on IMDb, yeah. Which I had a little bit of a look, and I think Citizen Kane has like a 8.9. What the fuck? I think Shawshank Redemption is the highest rated film on IMDb, yeah. and it's 9.3. So I think what happens on IMDb is I think they have to have a certain number of votes before they can, like, just say, oh, right, well, it is a 9.9 yeah. star thing. So God knows what that's about. It sounds like like Reddit had some sort of thing where they went, right, everyone go on IMDb and rate it 10 stars. Aye. Just for a laugh. And <laughs> we'll see what happens. I mean, that that, that kind of, that thing points to a whole, at the whole, um, you know, people say, oh, well, the film's rated uh, 9 on IMDb or... Nine on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, it means nothing to yeah. me because it means nothing because anyone can go on there and put up the percentage or down the percentage. I could go on IMDb and just rate down every good film. To I could give it nine out of ten, couldn't I? Really? What's stopping that? What's uh, and what does it mean? So the next film's Clue, and the last film is Monopoly. Now mm-hmm. I'd heard this ages ago, right? It's only just been announced. And it's co- I think it's coming out this year. Right. Now, when I first heard about it, it was in conjunction with Battleship, the movie. Mm-hmm. I think at that time I'd heard Ridley Scott was making oh Monopoly. Dear. Oh, dear. I've heard nothing more about it. There's only a tiny bit of information on IMDb, and I didn't look anything further into it. But I just thought that's a funny aside that... There isn't, there isn't actually many. But then again, what? How can you? Oh, actually, I've just thought of one right now. Isn't um, what's isn't Jumanji based on a? Uh, Jumanji, the story of Jumanji is that there's a board game, but it's only within the, the movie. It's not an actual. So it wasn't board a game. board game first. No, nah, all right. That might be one that's gone the other way. 
Right. Like yeah. it was in the movie, it was a board game, and then they've made a board game out of it. I right? see. But I remember when uh, playing Cluedo because every year when we go to the lakes, we usually play a board game. Mm. And we didn't this year. But there was one year when we played Cluedo, and my brother all the way through it, I think he was a bit pissed. All the way through, he was making loads of notes on his little pad, like loads and loads of notes, and he kept like going. Ah, and every time we'd ask a question, he would go, "All oh, right." Mm. Well, because that's totally ah, different than something that I do when I'm totally pissed. <laughs> but then, honestly, his piece of paper was completely full of notes. <laughs> it was just a perfect moment where he just went, "I haven't got a clue what any of this means." <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> it's just completely reams and fucking reams of brilliant. Notes. It was so funny. But it's a funny one, Cluedo. It's one where I've always kind of whenever I think about playing it I always think how the fuck do you play this game and then when you're playing it you're like alright it makes sense Mm -hmm. but just from the outside I'm just like how the fuck do you play this game it's so complicated it's not really but it kind of it just seems overly detailed you know what I mean trying to guess who the fucking murderer is and stuff I'd I'd watch the top 10 uh, watch mojo you know they do loads of top 10s right and that's where just to jog my memory and Cluedo was in there and one of the facts I said was it was invented in, in Britain mm. by like someone. So here's the question I'd like to ask. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, not ask. I just a statement, basically. So it was invented in Britain, and it was called Cluedo. Mm-hmm. So why the fuck are the Americans calling the clue? Because they like to change things and make it their own. No, it was invented in this country, so... I know, but... Just no, it was invented in this country. But I, know, I, I, I don't agree with the fact that they changed it. I think it's stupid. I think it's stupid. I wish we had fuck. a stronger navy because we'd go over there and fuck them up. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Gone Fire podcast. <laughs> I don't agree. I think we're all stronger together. Yeah. Would someone please assassinate Trump. I was going to be. Simon. Remember Simon? Mm-hmm. You remember him, don't you? I do, yeah. Look at your hand. <laughs> oh, aye. He wanted to talk about Articulate. Have you ever played Articulate? Now, I've never played Articulate either. It sounds like something I'd be shit at. It's a game where you get a card and it's got a word on it and you've got to explain, or you've got to get someone to guess the word. <laughs> well, he's not. <laughs> guess the word without actually giving the word. That's what I understand. Uh, yeah. is. But he actually sent me that in caps. So he feels very passionate about Articulate. Mm. So it must be one of his very favourite games. He he, seem, he strikes me as an educated young man. Yeah, he's very wordy. Yeah. Mm. So I think I can understand why he would like it. <laughs> Next up, we've got a lad called James who I didn't know was a listener of the podcast, so hi, James. Thank oh, you hi, James, for, yeah. For getting involved. 
Um, I used to play football with James, so that shows you how long ago it is since I've. So you've met your amazing first touch, like. He's seen it. He's, he's seen, he's seen me on more than one occasion get the ball full in my face <laughs> and get a bloody nose and shout, Yo, man, it's not funny. <laughs> uh, he wanted with a total mouse trap. Oh, of course, yeah. That yeah. was a favourite when, like, primary school, bring in some stuff. Mm. He wanted to discuss how shit the trap was. Yeah. and uh, That's what I was going to say. Whenever you'd unpack the board game, <laughs> there'd always be, like, piece, it it's something missing. Yeah. Like, uh, well, he said um, he's surprised to learn he'd be surprised to learn it's worked for anyone to this day the actual trap because you know how there's always a bit of it where you're like oh 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 it's almost there and then yeah. like, the little cage comes down and uh, just stops you know when you see someone set up a massive fucking game of dominoes or they're making this huge picture uh-huh. and then accidentally knock one of them and, or making a house of cards and they get halfway through it's like that isn't it so much fucking effort for so little reward that little guy jumping off the thing well we actually had a game of, a, a, a mouse trap and um my mother had a couple of car boot sales and I uh, took me mousetrap, gave my mousetrap to sell and this lovely family bought it and mm. we're like, oh, we're going to have a lot of fun with this. <laughs> Two months later, I found the massive green ball under my bed <laughs> that is like an integral part of, of mousetrap. So, well, that uh, green ball you could sauce. replace with an ice sauce. <laughs> if you're listening, sorry. <laughs> That's something I'm going to mention later on is how many board games have you played or, or had in the oh, past that yeah. one integral part of it has been replaced for something else. Um, there's a couple of anecdotes I've got later on I'll mention. Uh, Kelly, you know Kelly? Mm-hmm. Lovely Kelly. She wanted to mention Kaplunk. Oh, yeah. Did you just say Kaplunk before? I, I did, did, yeah. Wait. That's the one with the straws and the ball, oh, the marble, yeah. isn't it? Well, they're not straws, they're like cocktail sticks, don't they? Kind yeah. Of thing. Mm-hmm. yeah. Pull them out. There's Papa Pirate. These are all in the same sort of vein. Aye. Papa Pirate and his big barrel with the swords again. Aye. Oh, um, and um, what was the one with the horse? What's that called? Buckaroo. That's, yeah, I'd that's forgot the next about one that. I was going to mention. That thing was like intense. It was kind of violent as well, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, I didn't like that. Mr. Pop, which apparently was a face. It was kind of like that flat. And then you put the bits on, bits on his face and then it would jump up. And all the bits would fly off. Oh, fucking hell, that's another one, yeah. I forgot about that, yeah. And she also wanted to mention Screwball Scramble, which is, again, technically a board game. I don't know, but um, my sister had it when we were little, and I used to play it loads. I actually had a mini version of Screwball Scramble, Mm -hmm. which wasn't quite as good. Yes. For the, for the for the game or on the go, I, I would I would say operation is in amongst all that sort of stuff. That was another one. And yeah. if you pause and think of the actual concept of operation, mm. like it's fucked up. What type it? of morals is that giving I out? Don't know. Do you know what I mean? His big red nose is going off. We better stop taking his fucking funny bone out. And I hated that noise like that. Fucking <laughs> me. <laughs> Funny bone. Yeah, <laughs> funny bone. And it was all stuff like that, wasn't it? Like uh, fucking... Slightly whimsical. Uh, I had to do that, uh, though, because I bet you... You know, like, the people who are making that, the, the actual thing, yeah. who are like, oh, we can't have, like, real things. Know, we can't, we can't have, like, have, like fema, broken appendix. Femur, yeah, or In... fucking major heart surgery <laughs> yeah. or something like that. A fucking aneurysm. <laughs> You've got to have, like, fucking... I can't think of any like tennis all, elbow horrible. tennis oh. elbow wasn't it or? they were funny they uh, were more funny, funny ones but like horrible ones like knack or something uh, knack contortion was, that's not <laughs> testicle contortion or something <laughs> or my operation that I had that wouldn't be a very good one to do uh, you'd have to flip them over <laughs> she also wanted to talk about sorry aye uh, now there's a little anecdote about sorry you ever played sorry 
Well, sorry is in this little list I've got of games that I would actually haven't played but would really like to play. That's me tapping on my cupboard door, which is where I keep all my board. Have you ever seen me board game cupboard? No, but I'll tell you what would be lovely. Oh, you can't see it. I'll show Taking you. Taking a picture of that and putting it on Twitter. I will do. It's a nice big long cupboard and it's got all my board games in and I've got Sorry in there. Yeah. The version of Sorry I bought was um, on Amazon or eBay. I think it was Amazon. It was quite expensive because it's like a, a, a really nice version of it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just for display purposes, so I won't be able to have a game with you. <laughs> that was obviously a joke no but we uh, is it? <laughs> it's a really nice version so we'll we'll definitely have a game of it in fact in fact right the four of us me you Lou and Kelly will have a game of sorry right this yeah. could be the, uh, the start of a beautiful thing or <laughs> the end of a beautiful <laughs> now Kelly and I went to St Lucia in 2013 I think it was mm-hmm. there was one day when it was really rainy so we had we couldn't really go in the pool or anything, so we went to the little bar area and there was a big stack of games and we pulled Sorry out and we both were like, oh, sorry, I've heard of that before, but I've never played it. Oh, uh, yeah. So we read the rules quickly and we had a, a game mm-hmm. and straight away loved it. It's great. It's like you go around the board, but you pick up cards and each card can can either move you forward or swap places with another person. And the idea is to get in the middle of the board. But it's, it's just great. It's really, really good fun. And it's called Sorry because you're constantly fucking over the other people in the game. So It, it was on that uh, Watch Mojo thing. Yeah. Um, and I was like, that does seem quite interesting. There's a couple of people mentioned it actually when I asked um, for their, their favourite games. And I've, I've played it with my family a couple of times and they've all loved it. It's a great game. Really good game. Cool. It might be because my version of it is so fucking wonderful. Another guy who replied to my messages was Paul. Paul said, Risk. I will come on to Risk later. A bit more detail. Yeah. But he wanted to specifically mention the Lord of the Rings and Walking Dead version of Risk. There's a now, Star Wars one as well. There it? is. I've got the Star Wars one up there. A well. Is it the Star Wars one? I think both the Star Wars one and the Lord of the Rings one is, there's like two separate ones mm-hmm. that you then put together to make one big one which I just think is some fucking bullshit <laughs> definitely Lord Marketing of the Rings one bullshit. there's like Lord of the Rings is one bit is Middle Earth and the other bit is like fucking no it's all Middle Earth isn't it so one bit's the Shire and the other bit's like the rest of the, the map it's just a way to make you spend more money on the product I don't really like these movie versions of games like that I, really, I don't really like them like the Star Wars one I don't think I've ever played yeah. Lord of the Rings one there are always gifts when someone's bought us a gift of a game it's usually something like that mm. I usually like the original I've got the original version of Risk which I love which I've played the hell out of but I don't really like movie spin-off versions of, of board games like that I don't mm. know they just piss us off even though having said that one of the movie spin-off versions is one of my favourite of all my board games ever mm-hmm. which I'll come on to mm. <laughs> <laughs> That's, I'm the king of suspense. 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 Uh, atmosphere, you also suspense. wanted to mention. Yes, <laughs> that's why I'm dressed like this. You want to mention Atmosphere uh, with the DVD or earlier VHS version. That was another thing I want to touch on. Like, um, That was actually, they made a game, a video game of that. That was on that IMDb. Did it? Yeah. The video game version of Atmosphere. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I- Atmosphere, the third dimension it was called. Right. It was a video game. 
But there was a few of them, wasn't there? Well, he said there was a Star Wars version with Darth Vader as the guy on the screen. Aye. And there was a Star Trek version with a Klingon on the screen instead. But of the original atmosphere, there was one with a guy who was just like in a cloak. This weird guy. There was a witch as well. Mm -hmm. And I think there was another one. So there was like different versions of the original concept. Definitely. It was a cool idea, but I remember the like limitations of it. Uh, it I was... remember playing it once at a party, like yeah. when I was younger. That's exactly. The same and we all had a like it stuck in my mind, uh, but it it was like looking back at it, it was like, oh no, stop the tape now, or, or like do this or do uh, that, or oh no, the tapes fucked a bit. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, eight year olds wouldn't say fucked. Well, I'd now hope, the world I'd fucking, I'd fucking hope not. They get the back of my hand. Oh, fucking little good shit. Parent. Well. Michael. You know Michael? Yeah, no, Michael. Look at your other hand. <laughs> well, Apep Pufferfish <laughs> said that uh, we should have a game of... Um, what did he just bought? It was D&D. Or Hero Quest. Hero Quest, which I would love. Yeah, definitely, man. We'll, we'll book that in for sure. Because he actually, when I asked him about this, he mentioned it again. He said, uh, all the different versions of Monopoly, they make one for every pop culture thing, which is well, totally true. Well, I have true. the Simpsons one. Yeah. Um, he said RPG quest games like Hero Quest, Space Crusade, which I believe must be a Warhammer yeah. game. I, I, lo- I love the idea of all them games. I I want to play, you know, probably one of them. Well, Tyranid Attack was the only one that I've played, which was down that sort of route. Um, but I'd really like to play one that was. No, there was another one. I had shit. I had one. Oh my God, what was that called? I never played it properly, but it was. Um, it wasn't like a, a, a Warhammer one or a, a Games Workshop one or anything. It was mm. not. wasn't like a proper branded one, but it was like elves and goblins and stuff, and it had loads of pieces that you put on the board, like plastic pieces. I don't think I ever played it properly. It was like one of these these games that one of your uncles gets you, right. one of your aunties gets you, like the thing. Oh, you you probably really like that, but it it's not one that you would get yourself because it's not linked to any sort of. It's not like a Lord of the Rings one or a, something like that that you would actually yeah. you'd accept because it's associated with something you already like. You know what I mean? So it was kind of like you know how we were talking about those figures, how you would get like a figure that wasn't really. It wasn't a wrestling figure, a proper licensed yeah. wrestling figure. It wasn't a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. It was just some that's plastic more, figure that had been made that wasn't really that's more didn't look legit. Of you, you well, your maybe personality uh, than uh, mine. Maybe. Like <laughs> this one was like I, I can't even what it was called, but it was like it was it had like I say elves and orcs and goblins and shit like that. And I never properly played it, but it was that was the closest I ever got to playing one of those games where you had to move around the board and there was different <clears> enemies and that. Yeah, I know now. I would absolutely love it, and it would be a lot of fun. I once played. It's going to be a lot of fun. <laughs> I once played. Uh, it's not a board game, but you know the books where I had a friend where oh he, yeah, read yeah. out the book and it's like you're in a room, yeah, like this. Turn to page sixty. My brother had loads of them. We we were pissed, and I remember there was three. Were no, actually there was four. Were, and we were playing them, and ah, oh, it was really funny. But they're just. <laughs> I never again. I never really played them. But my brother used to have quite a few of them, and he used to love them. They missed, they passed me by because I was too young. Aye. And then by the time I was old enough to play them, I was playing like a Spectrum, like well, like a, a console or something. That happened to me. But there was this one time where this lad who loved shit like that, like was, oh, you've got to play this, and we played it together, and it was so funny because two people, like I had, 
a bit of a passing interest and I was willing to give it a bit of a go. But the other two clans just had no interest in uh-huh. it. But they weren't actually, they were just, it was just a funny experience. Uh-huh. And it just pointed out how like technology kind of made them a bit obsolete. Sort yeah, of it's a shame. Uh, he then went on to talk about Michael mentioned this game I've never heard of. I'd love it if you had. Mm. Valley of the Dinosaurs. Nah. It was an MB game. Uh, you had mountains, a T-Rex, and it was like a 90s exploring game. He sent us the boardgamegeek.com link. Aye. So I'm just going to click on that because it sounds fascinating as fuck. Lost Valley of the Dinosaurs, it was called. Uh-huh. 1985. I'll just read out the, the, the concept. You have discovered an ancient chart to a lost valley. <laughs> I like this voice. <laughs> it shows that once the valley was occupied by a fierce tribe of natives who had collected a vast wealth of treasure and used vicious dinosaurs to help protect it. No humans inhabit the valley now, and the chart shows that the treasure is still hidden in a temple at the top of the valley, but the dinosaurs are still there. Isn't this... fixin'? <laughs> the secret of the valley and its treasures have been stolen, and you know that other expeditions are currently journeying to discover the lost secret of the valley. As your party enters the valley, a volcano which has been dormant for centuries rumbles and threatens to engulf the valley in lava. Yeah, that's the, um, mm. the premise of journey to the centre of the earth, yeah. I feel. The race is on. Who will win the fabulous riches of the, the temple? Race. And who may die? Hang on. It sounds a bit like that one that Board James was playing with the rocks, but it's not. It's very different. It looks. Look at the picture there, Ross. Wow. It looks like Catan, isn't it? With the. Civilization has those. Is it hexagonal um, shapes? Yeah, that's another one I really want. Settlers of Catan. Yeah, yeah. I really want to play that yes, as well. Yes, I've heard loads about that. But the, again, there's loads of versions of it. There's loads of like expansion packs and stuff for it. The three I've wrote down that I really want to play sometime is Settlers of Catan, Sorry, and uh, Hero Quest. Yeah, I've looked at that Catan one loads. That looks impressive, that, actually. Yeah, with loads of pieces, isn't there? The dinosaurs are... Actually, on close inspection, the dinosaurs look terrible. <laughs> look at the Maybe look don't on take... the faces. <laughs> <laughs> it's like grinning. I'm going to eat you. Mm. Uh, but Michael said that his, because we were talking about lost pieces and when you lose pieces to games, and he said his Valley of the Dinosaurs had loads of little green army men in. They fought the dinos because the little explorer lad was on his own. <laughs> <laughs> But then he went on to mention the Finders Keepers board game, which is apparently based off the TV show. Remember right. the TV show with no. um, you don't remember the Finders Keepers TV I show? I might if you go in. Uh, sorry, with detail. Neil Buchanan when he it was like a, a, a cross section of a house, and the kids used to go between all the rooms and oh, they'd have, do, a, yeah, they'd have yeah, something yeah, to find. Just root through shit. Yeah, exactly. They, they, they made a board game of that apparently. Did they? Uh, I reckon that would be pretty cool. I don't know how it would work, but I think it would be pretty, pretty cool. I also had a reply from Ellen, who's Michael's uh, betrothed. Betrothed. <laughs> 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 she said, she'd just give me a brief rundown of a board game history. Mm. Sorry, Chinese checkers. At first I thought she was apologising for you saying Chinese checkers. Yeah, I thought she was saying, like hey, sorry, nowadays. sorry, Chinese checkers. Well, no, just because I'm sorry that I've, I've brought Chinese checkers up again. Well. I don't know. But no, she's saying, sorry, Chinese checkers. Ludo. What's Ludo again? 
That was, uh, is that not the one with the, the different coloured, there's like yellow, orange, red, green, isn't it in like a triangle and you've got to it sounds move weird. all your pieces to the other side or something maybe? Right. Uh, I don't know. Okay. Cluedo, I think she said that just because it rhymes. Mm-hmm. Snakes and Ladders. Oh, yeah. Classic. Which is absolute classic. Fact bomb, fact Warning. bomb. I'm your fact bomb. <laughs> it's not called snakes and ladders in some places of America. It's actually called sh- shoots. shoots and ladders. Shoots and ladders. You know why? Shoots and, snakes and shoots. Be- shoots and snakes. No, they didn't want snakes. Ah, oh, shoots and ladders. Because right. they think snakes is off-putting. And apparently, there's a few books written about snakes and ladders. The actual. Um, the idea of snakes and ladders and how you can use it in life, how it's ups and downs, yeah, not, not, I repeat, not accruing stuff and getting to an end game a la the game of life, which I will talk about later. <laughs> she also said Monopoly, chess, mm-hmm. Scrabble. Scrabble? Can I talk about... Ch- uh, there's a... She's mentioned a few that I really want to talk about. And your brother also said chess as well, by the way. So che- I, I really want to talk about chess, Monopoly, and yeah, them too. And um, we'll talk about. We'll, I've, I want to talk about Monopoly. Mm. Uh, I've got a couple of things I want to say about that, so we'll come to that. Um, chess. I think it's a good opportunity to talk about chess. Can you play chess? <clears throat> a lot of people can't play chess, and then there's a lot of people who can, who you don't know that can. Right. That you could take the opportunity to play that you never really considered, i.e., Kelly's stepdad plays chess. Yeah. He likes playing chess. He's got a really nice chess board. And when he's moved to the place he moves now, he lives in now, which is like this lovely house in the in the woods. He's got the chess board out mm. and still haven't had a chance to play him. But I really want to play him at chess, and I never knew we played chess. Well, I do play chess, mm-hmm. and I remember um, it was. We have a family friend who, uh, basically, the sons was, he was the lad who got us into gaming a bit and stuff like that. The stepdad, he taught me chess once, and it took him ages to teach us, because it's fucking hard. Uh Now, because of that, I've tried teaching people I know, I've tried teaching my sister Mm -hmm. how to play chess, and it was a disaster. (laughs) It's Why is that? I think, I think I'm terrible at describing, like, I, uh, which is a bad realisation because I'm doing a podcast, but I'm terrible at describing things, I guess. I'm a bad teacher, I think. Uh, no, I, I think with chess, my brother taught me how to play chess. Right. I took to it quite quickly, I think. I, I just think this, it's a certain mindset you've got to have to get your head around it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's It looks a lot more complicated than it is. It really does. Like If you look at it, you think, well... It kind of just looks like checkers, or yeah. what do we call that? Sorry, um, we don't call it checkers. Drafts. Well, you know the legend of drafts, and this is a, this is my dad's story. So it's, oh god, it's bound to be bullshit. <laughs> but apparently, someone with a sword was. <laughs> Fuck off, Nat! No, don't even finish that. No, <laughs> don't even finish it. <laughs> he said, <laughs> he no. said someone just hacked off the top of all Accidentally. the chess pieces. No, on purpose because they hated chess. Fucking nah, that can't be true. <laughs> well, I want it to be true. I want it to be true. <laughs> so, so you're left with the bases of all the, the pieces, and you're just going, "Oh, well, when in yeah. row, <laughs> they don't move forward anymore. They move in diagonals, like pawns do." Yeah, I suppose maybe that is true then. But 
<laughs> but yeah, you look at it and you think, does it just play like chess? As soon as people start going, well, that piece moves like that, that one moves like that, but this one moves like that. You're like, oh, nah, I'm out. Yeah. You've got to really, it's like playing an instrument or something. You've got to really, really want to do it to actually stick to it. Because there's a bit of a, there's a, like a total, like, look at the amount of books. Like, just even me and my brother's house, he's got, like, dozens of books about chess. Well, that's something else I want to go on to. So, first off, a piffy thing. There's a game I used to love on the Amiga. It's called Battle Chess. All right. So, Battle Chess is just chess, right? <laughs> Ironically, Battle Chess is near, I think, and if anyone's listening and they want to correct me on this, I think it's a shit chess game because of the perspective uh-huh. the perspective is the board is you can see behind one row and it's slightly tilted so you can see the other row behind like a kind of a simplistic um, tennis game would be like that uh-huh. the whole point of battle chess is when you're actually playing it and you like the pieces are all like they're not pieces that actually like there's a little knight there's a little pawn mm-hmm. and stuff and when you take people you get in the fights. Uh, now, you, I think you might have seen um, James played a one where it was it, um, it was a Star Wars game and they were getting in the fights. Right. So in, in the Star Wars chess game, Yoda might have been, I don't know, like, he might have been the king. I don't think he was, but just let's say that. Yoda fights um, Darth Vader and there's a little animation where they fight but is the, is the outcome still follow the rules of chess? Yeah. Or, right, the, okay. What would happen is, like, say we're playing, I take my move, and then you take your move, mm-hmm. and I, I take your... Like, the one I'm going to bring up is what everyone brings up, so I'll bring it up. I'm a knight, and I take your knight. It, it loads in, as the Amiga does with that... Mm-hmm. And it goes to the cut sequence of them fighting. And it's a little bloody fight. Mm-hmm. And that's the, the charm of battle chess. The reason I bring up the two knights is the way they fight in this particular. So it would always it would always be me winning. It, you can't ch- like we can't control it. It's yeah. just a cutscene. And the reason I bring up the two knights is it's the bit from um, Monty Python's oh, uh, the Holy Grail. Yeah, where I, he cuts off one arm and he's right. still at him, and he cuts off the other one. The thing about battle chess is I used to play that a lot because of the animation. I used to love that. And then when I like got into chess a bit more, I, I used to realise that on battle chess you can play it in a different way, which is just purely from the b- above. Right, yeah, yeah. And play it like properly. So that's me little piffy thing. But the other thing I'd say about chess... Oh, no, I'll mention the bottom episode as well, which is absolutely oh, hilarious. Where, where Richie tries to teach... Ed, no, Eddie tries to teach Richie how to play chess. Uh-huh. And after, what was it, eight hours of trying to teach him, yeah. he's like, well, it's pretty strong stuff, isn't it? <laughs> Knights taking pawns, yeah. and if a pawn goes all the way, it turns into a queen. <laughs> Let's just go through the rules one more time, and then we can start properly. <sighs> Oh, how does the racehorse move again? It's not a racehorse. It's a knight. Where's the knight, then? Well, he must have fallen off. (laughs) It's not much of a knight, then, is he? Look, just put it back, please. All right, all right. And that one's called a rook? Yes. Why? Does it nest in trees? (laughs) No, it's a castle. But it's called a rook. Yes, some people call it a rook. Well, which people? Blind ones? 
yes. <laughs> oh, I see, I see. Right. There's that as well. But the thing that the the main thing about chess is there's a degree of fucking snobbery about chess yeah. that I can't believe really. If we were to sit around and talk about like um, the logistics of playing Battlefield online and write a book about it, mm. people would be like, "That book's like a load of fucking crap." But yeah. chess has this whole mystique. Oh, it's like the Seventh Seal, for instance, that famous movie where Death tries to mm. capture and he persuades him to play chess. Mm. There's loads of films where the the like the outcome is all about chess. It's it's a very like. Do you not think that's because of how long it's been around though? Like say if if people were staying still playing Battlefield One in five hundred years time, there would have been a lot of books written about it that would be legitimate tactical journals about how to play the game properly. Mm. Like that's probably why because chess has stood the test of time. Like it's still probably one of the most played board games. Well, it must be probably the most played board game. Well, that see. links onto a game that, when you play the mains a lot, mm-hmm. you search for so many games of ma- Mahjong. Is it Mahjong? Oh, yeah, yeah. Mahjong, yeah, with the tiles. And I, think, I used to love that, you know, I used to fucking love that. Right. It was on the... What I used to play it on. Is that not Sp- all I think that I played game? on the Spectrum. I think it was on the Spectrum, and then there was another another platform I played it on as well, on the PC or something, maybe. Fucking brilliant. Ancient game. Is that not older than chess? Probably, yeah. But it'll be like ancient China. Is like, there not more to that? And is there not loads of books about... Yeah, there will be, yeah. I'm sure there will be. But it's a different culture again, isn't it? It is, though. It's like... No, I just laugh because when I was pissed watching The, the Last Samurai, no. I did just say... <laughs> like, the what... The, <laughs> Louise and her sister were oh, putting up with me because I was quite hammered at this point, just poking fun at this film. And she was like, why is he doing that? And I was just like, oh, it's a different culture, Claire. It's a different culture. <laughs> <laughs> I loved Mahjong. I absolutely loved it. I but don't never, understand. I've it, never so. played it in real life. I've only played it in uh, on a computer game. So the version that I played, whether it's the proper version, I don't know. Oh. But it's just, the version I played was just matching the tiles, basically. Right. It. Well, I don't know if that's like legit or not. Well, when we went through the mains, there were so many, like, you load it in, it's just, oh, it's just another Mahjong, uh. like, turn it off. But th- that's the thing about chess I'd like to say, just that kind of, like, snobbery, you know, like, mm. almost. And all the, like, with just the pawns in a game of chess and all that sort of, like, stuff. It would reflect real life. Well, I don't think it does. <laughs> <laughs> What's that, um, the game that George R. R. Martin made up for the Game of Thrones Universe that I'd, I would love it if they made it a ah. proper game. It's kind of like it's a mix of chess and a few other games. Oh, I didn't know this. Uh, I a, don't a think proper, this is in the series. There's people have made their own versions of it. It's in the books. They've mm-hmm. made their own like real life versions of it based on. There's only a few times he talks about the game, and there's like one of the pieces is an elephant, there's another piece it's a mountain, and like I say, people in real life have made their own versions, ah. but it's not like actually being sold retail. Which is a shame because it sounds like a really interesting game. And it's kind of like a mix of chess and something else. So I think that'd be pretty cool if they did that. Was the game they play on. Um, is it. Star Wars. Star Trek. So oh, Star Trek, 3D chess, but yeah. Star Wars has that bit in, in New Hope. Ah. Uh, uh, C3PO says. I suggest a new strategy, R2. Let the Wookiee win. I, but you, you know when he moves mm-hmm. and you can see that. 
the character like hitting the other character (laughs) that's like battle chess Uh, that's what it was like yeah she also mentioned Scrabble Ellen also mentioned Scrabble uh what do you like? Do you ever play much of Scrabble? I was, I always like to think I'm good at it, but I end up being shit. <laughs> I love the idea of Scrabble, but I'm such a bad speller that uh-huh. it puts us off. Like I'm just terrible. Like I'm. Yeah. I I used to play quite a bit with Martin and his girlfriend, Missy. I used to play that like years and years ago. We had quite a few games, and I always used to lose. Missy used to be kind of good at it, but I was always shit. Was that the game that was designed by an architect? There was one that I watched on that video where they were saying it was the, and it makes sense. Possibly. I don't know. She also mentioned Screwball Scramble again um, because her and Michael played a game and the ball bearing was placed, replaced with a marble. It was too, like, it was the wrong size, mm-hmm. so you couldn't really play the game properly. But that takes us to the, what I said before about games where the pieces have been, like, replaced yeah. by something else. And she also had a an old Monopoly board that she used to play with her gran. Mm-hmm. It had like a thimble and a button as the pieces, because uh, they'd lost the dog and race car when they were playing with them in the garden. But so that, they had to replace the pieces with. I think that was one of the bits was a thimble, wasn't it? One was. But a like thimble. I think it was an actual thimble that had been replaced with. Well, <laughs> I, I had one like that, and interestingly, the the pieces like the dog and the ship and stuff, they're supposed to. Aren't they supposed to be like a certain type of person? There's oh, something sure. to do with it. Like I know the top hats like meant to be like a gent. There's ah, right. something about like I can't. Re- so ah, like, I see, right? The thimble and like a fucking seamstress, <laughs> mechanic, war hero, um, and dog walker. Dog walker. I used to always pick the dog, which is ironic. I hate dogs. I used to play the the race car. Because I'm racy. Go, no, because I'm racy. Oh. Racing and lazy. Empress Triple Chocolate X. Pardon? Empress Tri- Triple Chocolate X, remember? Ah, nice. She suggested Candyland. Now that come up on some videos. Ah, right? right, okay. Can you tell me anything about it? Because no. I googled it and it just looks like it. it may, I thought it was um, that place in uh, Wreck-It Ralph. Yeah, it just looked like, looked like a board game, but just like saccharine sweet board game. Uh. Just like... Disgustingly, you know, I'd play something if it was called like Rotten Face, but I'm not gonna play like Candyland. I'd play one if it was called Tits and Ass. Just says <laughs> you see, that just sums us up, just doesn't perfect. it? And Empress Triple, triple Chocolate X played <laughs> Candyland. Um, well, tell her any more info. I bet you she never listens to the podcast. So I don't know who she is. T- tell one more about it then. No idea who she is. She don't just... reply on Twitter just right now. I'm gonna ask you, <laughs> tell one more. Uh, Phone in. Yeah. On zero seven. <laughs> uh, make up the rest. If you guess the rest, then it's meant to be. Mm-hmm. 
At Nylor, surprisingly enough, Aye. he said, Talisman. Never heard of. Mm. It's, again, a Games Workshop game, or Warhammer Games Workshop, I think. And there's actually an app for it. I had a quick look at the app. Mm-hmm. It's like four ninety nine. and there's loads of expansions. Loads. But it looks pretty cool. It's kind of like a card card game. It said on the app that the dice didn't work properly. In one of the reviews, it said since one of the updates, the, the, in the just in the game, the dice didn't like the right. the possibilities of the dice rolls didn't seem realistic. You know, oh, it didn't seem fair. Right. But he said that's one that he used to love playing when he was younger. That's that's something to touch upon because I've I've on occasion I played some um, computer um, like games versions. Mm. Like so, we talked about Battle Chess on the Mega. I remember a really good one on the. Uh, Commodore of battleships mm. but I remember a one on the Amiga again it was a Monopoly one and the dice rolls were just uh, like they were bullshit. so obvious it was like right I'm sure I actually can remember it was like free it would always be a free and then always be a six it would always be like that and yeah. you're just like how can, how can you trust it makes the game pointless uh, he also said again Ludo Cluedo again mm-hmm. uh, getting lots of mentions he said he hated Monopoly he still does well I'll tell you something you stick around for the end of the show because we're going to be dissecting Monopoly I think <laughs> at the end of this oh, yeah. uh, he also said Frustration do you play much of Frustration that was the one that had the uh, the, the pop pop dice thing in the middle where you'd pop it oh, yeah. it's called the Popomatic apparently Paint and pendant. <laughs> he used to pop it. Pop a magic paint and pendant. That's <laughs> testing your pop and seal to its, <laughs> its limit. But that was another one that we had. My granddad used to have, and I remember playing it. And I'm sure all the the slots where you moved around the board were like little plastic. Like there was a big sheet of plastic on the whole board. Yeah. And all of the little slots had little plastic, like an indent that you would I put think the piece I played in. Played this? Yeah, that's ringing some some bells. There was another another big big fan on on uh, Twitter as well. Didn't know she was a fan until right now. Mm-hmm. She's called Shona underscore Harding. That's at Shona underscore Harding. Yeah. She said Cluedo all the way, and the game of life is a fun stroke easy one. Right. Can I talk Just about the game of life now? After I've done this, yes. Okay. She said everyone kind of wins, but it's a lot of a, f- a lot of fun along the way. And I, my reply to her was, we prefer when there is an obvious loser. <laughs> yeah, after the Pac-Man, like, yeah, debacle. Exactly. How else can the winner boast for weeks after? After the Pac-Man boast. And she said, winner boasts about getting the biggest house. And I said, just like real life, Len. Ha, 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 Because I'm a comedic genius. It's quite whimsical. So I've never played the game of life. It's always one that's interested me. But it seems like quite an American game. that They always play in sitcoms and stuff and fucking comedies. Please, what's your experience with the game in life? Well, if you want to keep it short and sweet, that would be great. <laughs> I, I played the game of life at um, primary school. Right. And the game of life is like, I don't know if it's really, if it's good for like kids. It's a kid's game. Yeah. But I don't think it is good for kids. Mm-hmm. Check out the song uh, on that. The, for the theme tune for the ad. Okay, let's check it out. Be a winner at the game of life. Find a job. I'm a doctor. Have money, maybe. Get married. Have a baby. I got twins. Take a chance. Game of life. I won the lottery. I'm a man. You can win or get stuck. I inherited a stunt farm. Be a winner. 
my problem with the game of life is I'm probably not like I don't believe that happiness right let's get this oh, con- Christ. like let I I know I'm sorry I, I'll get this very like in one go let's get this concise I don't believe that happiness is um, depicted well in that game in that game it's all about like get a job something that's the song starts like that it's like get a job get married i get two kids it's that kind of shit it's like i meet people who are old before the time it the place i work right uh-huh. they're in their 20s and they've got two kids they've got a fucking mortgage hanging over their head that they can't afford to pay off and i just go oh they've been playing the game of life that's literally what they're doing yeah. they got married after seeing someone for the after like a year they get married straight away because, and I believe it's down to that fucking game. That's I what's believe, caused it. Well, it's it's like it's a kind of brainwashing. We live in a society where, oh, you gotta get married, you gotta have kids, you gotta do this, you gotta do that, you gotta do that. And I think there's like, oh, there's a ranking system. Oh, mm-hmm. you got all those things. Oh, you're winning the game of life. You're uh-huh. winning it. You're winning it. Anyway, in that game, you drive around in this. It looked like a beetle, I'm sure. Like a, And we had a beetle when I was growing up, oh, right. the old school one. And you put little things in the beetle, like depending on where you were on the game of life, uh-huh. with how many kids you had and stuff. Is that is that really something little kids should be playing? It's, it's, something, it's almost like something that the government would have created just to keep people in line. Yeah. It's just like, this is, this is where you want to play life. Don't veer away from the game of life. Look, there's a theme tune. You've got to play it like this. I agree. Yeah. So that's my problem with the game of life. It is a very American thing, though, isn't it? I'm right in saying that. Like, I've like I've never played it, and I haven't seen it that much in shops. Like, I'm sure you can get it over here, but it's not like as big as it is in America. Yeah, I think you're right. In the ad, as you played, sickening, sickeningly, it's American. totally American. Like, I almost want to play it now. Have you got it? No. Uh, can you get hold of it? I could buy and we could play it. Oh, no, I wouldn't put you through that. That seems a bit overkill. It's shit. Like, <laughs> I, I'm against it. <laughs> I'm against the game of I'm life. I'm sure. Like, and I might be misremembering mis- it because the girl on Twitter has just said that, like, you know, you don't like have to do these things to win. That's not my memory of it. And I actually think you have to, like, do these things no. but then again I might be wrong I, you might just have to finish the game in depending on what you've done through your life but like I'm sure it was something to do with like you've got to do the, them things to get extra points and stuff mm. and I find that morally abhorrent yes that's <laughs> what I find it fair play mate fair play you've fair. made your feelings very clear as always wearing your heart on your sleeve now, there's a couple of TV show-related board games that I've got. Yeah. I've got um, Would I Lie to You. That's a good show. Yeah? You're a fan of that show? Oh, I love it. Well, I like Mitchell. Yeah, he's good, Mitchell, uh, he's, he's good. He's good. Bob Mortimer's been on it a few times. Oh, he's been amazing. Yeah. He's one of the... Mm, <laughs> <guesses>. <laughs> uh, the game itself is really good as well, actually. It's like, as you would imagine, you've just got to try to convince someone that you're telling the truth or that you're not that you're lying oh that you're not lying yeah whatever but yeah, it's just really good it's quite simple um, you could like you could just make that up yourself couldn't you really 
Yeah, you, yeah, yeah, I suppose you didn't have to spend 20 quid on it like I did. Oh, have you got it? <laughs> yeah, 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 I've got it. That would be a good game I've got loads of board games here now. We should take advantage of the fact that I've got loads of board games. There might be another episode coming where we'll leave <laughs> yeah. the fact, like, why i got a black eye <laughs> Monopoly. <laughs> I've also got Pointless, a pointless board game, which is pretty cool. It's Russian roulette, a board game. <laughs> <laughs> good thing. <laughs> Um, there's a QI board game I've seen out there that I haven't got, but I've seen that exists. Another one which is mm, technically not based on a TV show, but have you heard of the Logo board game? That's pretty cool. Uh, my sister's got that, and that's been the source of quite a few arguments in our gaming <laughs> sessions in the lakes. It's um, the whole game's based on like you'll have a, a card with a picture of a logo, and you've got to guess what the logo is, what the brand is. Okay. It'll be like the uh, the, the oval of Cabri's. And you've got to go, ah, oh, I recognise that. Uh, is it Cadbury's? Like, shit like that. So mm-hmm. it takes away a particular part of the logo and you've still got to be able to recognise it. It's quite sad how much you know, though. I was going to say. It's, like, subliminal. That That is, like, you should get points for not getting. <laughs> yeah. Um, we've mentioned Operation Jenga. Technically a board game, would you say? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, fucking love Jenga. I've we got used to one play that for quite, you. We used to play a Jenga board, uh, drinking game. Did Which, you explain that to us? Um, just drink while you're playing Jenga. <laughs> just, it wasn't like if you, it wasn't like if you lose, you if you mess it up, then you have to down your pint. It was just let's get pissed and play Jenga at the same time. <laughs> so yeah. technically, a drinking game isn't it's it? It's still fun. Yeah, I think most things get better when you're drinking. Yeah, definitely. Well, guess who? Yeah, I've got that on my list towards the end, but that was a fucking brilliant. I used to love that. Again, another one that my granda had. I think quite a few of the things were snapped off though, so it didn't quite work properly, but yeah, great game. Uh, Stratego, you ever played that? No. That's one that I got only a few years ago, and I've only played it, well, me and my brother played it quite a few times. It's like a mix of chess and risk, I think, would probably be the best way of describing it. It's like you've got a the full board and you can place your pieces where you like on the first two rows each piece has got a different sort of skill set mm-hmm. and the other person can't see the pieces you've got so it's kind of second guessing so I would move this piece here you would move yours there you'd, you'd have to decide whether to attack them or not mm-hmm. depending on what mine is and what, what sort of score he's got depends on if you win or lose there's one that's a spy that can kind of can change your piece into theirs or something like that. It's it's really, really cool. Really mm-hmm. good game. It's not the next step up from chess, but it's a game that you would probably like if you like chess. That sort of idea. Mm-hmm. Risk. We need to talk a bit about Risk. So we're going to talk about Risk. The first time I ever played Risk was with Sai. We, we, for years, wanted to play it, and eventually we bought uh, he bought it when he used to be in, at Union Liverpool. Mm-hmm. Um, and eventually we was like, fuck it, let's go to the shop and buy it. So he lived in a house with about four or five other people, I think, and he brought the game home and we had a game. Um, and it was a game of, I think there was, I think it was five we were playing. There was me, him, this guy called Yanish, who was this, uh, a Greek guy, a Greek guy, and then two of his other flatmates, uh, Alan and his partner at the time. And it was fucking brilliant it was just so so much fun one of the, the Yanish he, he kept this, like, this catchphrase he kept just going I've got a plan like that he, he kind of looked like he was fucking everything up but he just kept going I've got a plan I've got a plan eventually he lost like massively I think Does he was the first person I remind you of the Seinfeld where uh, Kramer and um, 
Newman are playing risk for yet for ages, right? Yeah, yeah. And they can't get it like a, a place to like settle it and not uh-huh. on the tube and stuff like that. <laughs> well, there was another game actually that me, Sai, and Kai played that went on for like. Well, we got together, we we're playing it. We might have stopped because it was going on for so long, uh-huh. and we wrote down all of the the places like Yakutsk five, fucking Kamchatka seven. And like we made a note of where everyone was and how many pieces they had in each bit. I don't know if we ever finished it, but I think it was a couple of times we came back to it and never actually got it finished. But the the first ever one we played, I remember because like Sai made with dinner beforehand and stuff, and it's one of those memories that yeah. like, it sticks with you because it's like a really nice I memory. stuff like that, yeah. Um, but we're, we're, me and Sai like used to play it all the time, and I got this this one I've got up there still called the Balance of Power, mm-hmm. and it's like a two player version of Risk. Where you have you against it's only um, I think it's only Europe on the map, and it's like you against someone else, and then there's a third person who is just like like AI almost that you just each round you whoever's took the goal kind of chooses where to move the AI mm-hmm. sort of to create barriers and stuff like that, and well that's a really good version of it because it's like factories and stuff that you can put in different places. It's a cool game. There was one on a video that I, I watched where it's... It, it, I don't know what it's called, but essentially it's Risk, right? But it's a very short version of Risk, uh-huh. and it remembers how the last game ended. And because of how it how the last game ended, certain rules have come up. Like in real life, I guess. Uh-huh. You know how, like, if we were today, like, you know how there's a bit of animosity between us and, like, say Germany mm-hmm. it's that kind of idea and I think that was quite cool right I love the idea Risk I just wish you you and Simon try to teach with but we're still at that point where I still didn't understand everything about it there's I a, need another few goes to get yeah. to that point there's a lot of I don't know if tropes is the right word or trends or particular moves that you can make but it's it's one of those games that's based a lot on uh, trust and, and people just being total bastards. Like in that first game, Alan and his partner wouldn't attack each other. Right. And it was like, what are you doing? Just attack each other. But Alan was Irish, or I assume still is. And he, <laughs> he whenever he got, he was he had uh, the UK and he kept putting his pieces on Ireland. Like, he thought that was quite funny. But yeah, it, it's one of those games. Another one is Diplomacy. We've talked about that ages ago when we first started out. Yeah, It was because like... of um, Subterfuge, that game that I played obsessively for months and months. I've still never played Diplomacy. The version I've got, like I bought it on Amazon, it was quite expensive, but it was like a, it's a really old version. Mm-hmm. And I've never played it yet. But the idea is very similar where it's it's kind of set out as like a world map or it's at least a European map. I can't remember. I think it's Europe. And the idea is to attack each other and take over territories and stuff. But in between goes, you can negotiate with each other. So I'll take you to one side and say, look, I'm going to attack there. If you let me take that, I'll let you have this. Packs and stuff. Like yeah, that. but I, I could think... still stab you in the back and not actually do it. So it's it's really interesting game, but it's really intense like it can take hours to play a game and you've got to have people who are really invested the thing about board games is it forces you to because you're all sitting around to talk to each other Mm -hmm. we've been talking about this like about battlefield being a prime example 
It's a game where you're supposed to talk to each other. Yeah. Yet no one now, I think, uses mics on on the consoles. No. So, like, at least with a board game, we'd all have to sit around and talk, and it brings back that memories of when we first got into a 360, and we played stuff like Left 4 Dead, and we played, like, some online shooters and stuff, where you were talking. Yeah. And there was that added bit of fun. Yeah. I, I remember so many times just being, like, so drunk. Playing Left 4 Dead, but still, that still being able to play well and just having a fucking laugh. Fun so memories, good. yeah. I think them days are over. Like, yeah, it, it, I've, I've noticed. Like, I never put my headset on anymore, and I don't know whether it's because you don't need to as much, or just because no one else does. I very I don't know. rarely see the mic saying yeah. it, like, no, because on the PlayStation, if the mic sounds flashing, it means someone's talking. Mm. I'm sure on the 360 it used to come through the speaker to a small extent. It doesn't do that so much on no. there. But I've uh, put it in on occasion. I, we'll have to have a proper talk about Battlefield 1 on the podcast, but mm-hmm. I have put the mic in and I've got nothing. Well, Nobody, I did. like... A couple of weeks ago, Rainbow Six Siege, there was all... Everyone in my team had the mic on, apart from me, and I thought, I'm going to I'm gonna put it in mm-hmm. because... Like, I'm gonna put, I'm gonna put it in because everyone else is. Because everyone else is. So I was like, "This must be a good team." Put it in straight away. What do I hear? Oh, you fucking dick! You fucking when I was fucking your mom the other night, and I was oh, like, really? "Oh my god!" Honestly, and there was this other one who was like, "Hey, you fucking oh, you stupid, stupid bastard!" And I was just like, "Oh, fucking hell!" Straight away, just turned my mic off and muted them all. Jesus! So I'll have no one talking. Well, exactly. That's the problem. It's just irritating. Zombies! Right. <laughs> exclamation mark! Exclamation mark! Exclamation mark! We've talked about it before. Zombie games. Oh yeah, there's like um, there's that other one which is not called zombies. It's called like pandemic or something like that. I think. Yeah, a board that, game. I heard that's pretty good. Yeah, I've never played that one. Um, zombies is cool though I like zombies um, I've only played it a few times to be fair but that's a pretty cool game that I, I think we should play at some point I played it once and that with me? no ah. I don't think it was there's loads again there's loads of expansions for that there's like dogs and stuff like that and there's a I think there's one at a fun fair maybe <laughs> Cranium that's one of my favourite board games really? which I've I'm, played I'm pulling an interest in this <laughs> that's one that I've played more than any other board game over the last like five years probably I first played it at me you know Chris Beadle ah, yeah. his, his house it's an interesting story I don't think I've told it in the podcast before but I'll make it short but sweet I really really wanted that game couldn't find it on Amazon I could find it on Amazon it was 50 odd quid so I was like I'm not paying that much Yeah. so every year when we go to the lakes I used to buy a board game to play. So last year, we went and I looked everywhere. I couldn't find it. I was like, I'll easily be able to get it. Couldn't find it anywhere. There was only like weird versions of it, which was like a scaled down shit version. Mm-hmm. Couldn't find it anywhere. I went to a couple of different towns around where we usually stay and still couldn't find it. I was like, oh, disappointing. So I ended up buying, I think it was Would I Like You? I ended up buying that instead. Then on the last day, we went to this shop, this like secondhand shop, and we were looking around and there... On the shelf was Cranium. I was like, that, no way. That's it's going to be, yeah. that's that's weird, but I bet it's like a shit old battered up version of it. Opened it up, it was like almost brand new. The only thing was that the Plasticine stuff inside of it was hard. So I had to buy a new Plasticine or molden clay. Cranium clay, they call it. So that was 
pretty crazy. But right. I got this like lush version of it, and it was only like five pound or something like that. Whereas it was the exactly same box was fifty odd quid on Amazon, second hand. So the game is like there's four different topics. You work your way around the board, different colours. Depending on the colour, you choose a card. Mm-hmm. It could be something like you've got a hummer tune, and the person's got to guess what the tune is. You've got to pretend to be somebody, do an impression or impersonation, uh, yeah. and you've got to guess or do charades. Or there's like word based ones where like spell this word backwards or just spell this word. Mm-hmm. And then there's just outright like true or false questions and stuff. But depending on which colour, depends on the category. And there's also ones where you've got to draw stuff or you've got to create something using the clay. Mm-hmm. So it's like really, it's just a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. That's one of my favourite games that I've played over the, like, the recent years. Yeah, it sounds good. Again, that, another yeah. one that I think we'd get a lot out of if we played yeah, it. A lot we'll get together and play that, yeah. Metro 2033 board game. Th- really? I've got that. And I played it with Cy and Martin. I only played it once. Uh-huh. But an hour of that was me reading the rules to try and understand oh, how to play it aye. and another 20 minutes of that was popping all these pieces out because there's loads and loads of bits and it's really really fucking convoluted like you've got loads of little pig tokens it's like pigs mushrooms like the game the computer game mm. and then the book pigs mushrooms and bullets and you've got to like work your way around this board and it, honestly it's so complicated but I remember we got to a point where we're like this is, this is quite good this and then, and then it ended and we've never played it since which is a shame there was another computer game one that I saw that I thought would be fucking sweet what was that I can't remember there was another one I saw I'll try and remember and put it on Twitter well you're not you're not mentioning it this won't be the one you're thinking of but on that angry video game nerd one the ones he plays is Pac-Man oh right there's a Pac-Man board game right a Mario one Uh and Zelda and Tetris really the Tetris one is just cardboard bits that you put together. Oh, it looks terrible. That's shit. Um, that's it. Oh, Trivial Pursuit. Yeah, I've, I, I had that written down. I've never played that. I think uh, I talked about that. I've yeah. got about four versions of Trivial Pursuit in there. It's ridiculous. It's a good game, like yeah. Yeah, it's good. No way, cheese. So Monopoly. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna end on Monopoly, lads, guys. I, for years, I had quite the Monopoly obsession. You know. Like collection, collection wise, I would try to buy one as much like from wherever I went. Can I give you my rundown of Monopoly games? Mm-hmm. So I've got Newcastle Monopoly, Newcastle Gateshead Monopoly. Which can I right? Go on. I was going to ask you the hierarchy because in Monopoly, it starts off with Old Kent Road, which is the shittest, uh-huh. and it ends with um, Mayfair. Mayfair, which is the Parkland, highest. Mayfair Parkland. So in the Newcastle version. Which is the shittest? Oh, right. And yeah, which yeah. is the best? Oh, I can't remember. I can't remember. I'm sure the time bridge is up there. I can't remember. Because it's offensive, isn't it? It is. Like, I live in there, such and such, thank you very <laughs> it's much. Like and it's not the Chil- shittest. Chilly Road is there, uh, Old Kent Road. And yeah, it would be something like that, because I, I could imagine it being quite hipster. It was, well, this one, it's quite old. Um, it's probably about 15 years old, this game. I'm sure when it came out. Mm-hmm. The funny story is... When it first came out, my mother tried to get us it, but she couldn't. And there was something like, I'm sure she phoned up Metro Radio, because they, I don't know the exact details, but it was something like this. She spoke to Metro Radio, because they had a copy of it or a version of it or something like mm-hmm. that. 
and she ended up getting it from them. Something mad like that, right? But the version I've got has got a spelling mistake on it. It's um, Balliol, Balliol House. I'm pretty sure that's what it's called. Balliol House? Uh, and it's like, spelt wrong. Is that like, I think that's the equivalent of Electric Company or something like that. Well, but and it's, it's spelt wrong. It's Balliol. Balliol. Because everyone calls it Thanks for the correction. <laughs> I live in a wander around Balliol. Mm-hmm. There's a Balliol. Like, um, that's where all the, like... Pedophiles are. <laughs> no, it's where all the um, like BT things and stuff. Yeah. There's a Bailey or business park. Ah, where everyone yes. from out of out of it's there. It's not that then. It's not that. Calls it's, it Balio. It's not that then. Sorry, it's not Balio. It's a. Uh, it's um. Is it Caliol then? Is it? I, I don't know. It's something like that anyway. And I'll, it's a spell I'll, mistake. Yeah, it's got a spell mistake, and it's so the one I've got is very very rare. It's really? worth like thousands. Yeah, probably not. It, but it's rare. It's a rare version. There's only there wasn't that many printed incorrectly before they corrected it. Mm-hmm. But that would, I'll try and find a picture of the the board, or I'll just take a picture of the board and put it on, and then you can see what is the older, like the the shit, because <laughs> it is kind of shocking, really. It is. Yeah. But the Angel of the North is in there, and uh, I think the train stations might be metro stations. Ah, oh, really? Yeah. Mm. Uh, also, we know. Do you, do you know? This is before we met. Uh, when I was like thirteen, fourteen, I went to Canada for quite a while. You've mentioned. Mm-hmm. When I was there, I remember actually watching an episode of Friends, and they were playing Monopoly. So I was like, "Oh, I want to get an American Monopoly." So we did. Mm-hmm. And we also went to New York at the same on the same trip, mm-hmm. and I got New York in a box, which is like an unofficial version of Monopoly, but. Like a New York version. When we went to Canada, one of the games I took was Star Wars Monopoly, which is uh, earlier on I said I was going to mention one yeah. of my favourite. That's that's what it is. I don't really like licensed games versions like that, but the Star Wars Monopoly is fantastic. I remember that was wedged in my suitcase, and the suitcase must have got knocked around because it got like a bit of a hole in the box, which I was always a bit gutted about. Mm. But the but now when you look at that hole, uh, I think of. That fun time I had when my mom beat us every fucking game. <laughs> every game she beat us. But the like the hotels and stuff are like um, Death Stars and things like that, and uh, Tie Fighters and X Wing Fighters and stuff like that for the. the so houses. again, I'll ask you the question I'm going to ask probably every time. Mm. I think um, the worst one in that one might be something like Moss Eisley. Or um, the cantina or something like that, and the best I think the top one might be something like the Death Star, maybe. That's rubbish. Uh, I don't know if I'm Cloud City's in there at some point. That's oh, it's fucking brilliant. That that's a really good, really really good version of that game because the the pewter models, the little cast right. thingies, are really good. Um, we we played awesome. Monopoly. There's a stormtrooper one. It's class. We played Monopoly one Christmas at Louisa's. She put it out, right, and those four were playing. A younger sister, me, a older sister, and Louise. And we started playing, and I noticed that the money on this version was was different. It was just like, I literally think all they've done is just added a few, like a few zeros to everything. Uh-huh. So it wasn't just a hundred when you pass go it was like 2000 mm-hmm. 
but for some reason I was just finding it so complicated the actual the numbering system I don't know if it was because I was so used to the old one mm. and it got to a point where our younger sister had to explain everything to her all the time mm. she was like no that's how much you're paying and stuff like that and uh, I remember being so frustrating <laughs> and what happened was on the first run around our older sister had bought like as much as she could right the next go around she bought as much as she could and she was running out of money and she was like oh I'm getting sick of this game like oh, oh it's really tight like it's it's late isn't it guys yeah, so we just see whoever's ahead is the winner yeah yeah <laughs> literally Fuck and off. it ended and afterwards I was like what a waste of time <laughs> what a waste of time Monopoly is yeah. it's a piss take like because no one ever there's very few games actually end properly yeah with someone like actually being the winner that used to happen when I played with my family. My mm. dad would always go, oh, let's just wrap it up. <laughs> and then you'd count how much everyone had. Uh, um, we used to play with me, me dad and his girlfriend, Joanne. And uh, it got to the point where he used to just, we used to say, oh, shut up, you're monopoly. He used to go, nah, I'm, I'm sick of winning. <laughs> so that was his, like, his, yeah, his uh, go-to, like, I'm, I'm not playing, I'm just sick of beating you. <laughs> me dad used to say something similar, because he's like, it must get ingrained in the <laughs> parent talk, after talk, playing man. it for so long. He's like, no. too shit. <laughs> but there, there's an anti-monopoly, isn't there? Mm, I don't know. I'm sure there's an anti-monopoly where it's the different, um, it's kind of like, it's a different idea. You could have give away at the poor or something like that, or end with as little money as possible. I just think Monopoly is a. Bad, isn't that just like life? <laughs> it's a. It's a bad. It's again. It's a bad moral like thing mm. to give to to kids, Monopoly because in this country, for instance, we're supposed to like no thing is supposed to have a monopoly over mm, something. Yeah. Like, we've just had privatisation of a particular company, Royal Mail, mm-hmm. because they had a monopoly on delivering stuff. Mm-hmm. And the EU says you can't have a monopoly. It was the same when we had just BT was all the things that give out, you know, your phone line uh-huh. and later on your internet and stuff. The same with your, uh, the trains and stuff. You can't have that because mm. it's a monopoly. Yeah. But yet Amazon are doing their best to do the same sort of thing. Uh. A monopoly is a bad thing, supposedly, in this country because choice. Mm. But yet we're playing a game about monopoly for kids. Yeah. The twist of monopoly, the board game, should be all the way through you think that you're supposed to be getting the most money, but then there should be like a next next level game. Where the people who've got the most money go through to it, and then there's like some sort of big tax scandal or something like that, and then it works out that the people who've got the most money, or like all the people that were living in your houses, you weren't maintaining them properly, so they've all all got like fucking asbestositis or something like that, or which what? is a made up disease I've just made up, that or like fucking damp damp syndrome or something like that, and they're all fucking sad and upset because they've got chest infections and their kids have got asthma and shit like that, and. Wow, that's and that's all dark. because of because of your fact you're not maintaining the property properly and then you get put in jail for real in real life and then all you've got to do to entertain yourself in jail is play fucking Monopoly dark yeah but the other thing I'd say about Monopoly and then you get bummed off the big guys sorry I, I that's part quite, of the game I hadn't yeah. quite finished my train of thought I was going to say yeah, is this a fantasy of yours <laughs> 
I, I've now forgot what I was. There was something else. The I was other thing say. you said. The other thing about Monopoly. There was something else I was going to say about Monopoly. There's like the paper's nice. The paper money's nice when you have a big wad of it. And you're like, Whoa. oh, this is. Thank you for reminding. You're quite welcome. <laughs> Be a t- pro tip to people who are playing Monopoly. Be the banker because it's absolutely <laughs> so easy. So to easy to <laughs> it is like which. It's a mirror of society. Yeah. Oh, like it's a wonder. It's a, it's it is a wonderful game, you know. For if you like dig into it like that, I don't think so. I I think it's a it's a horrible nasty Bankers game. bonus. Yeah. I had a. I've also got an electronic version, which has got like credit cards and shit like that. Do you know something else I hate about Monopoly when you're How playing with someone? And it happened this last game when they're just whizzing around. They're going, "All right, th- there's your money," and quickly take your go. Oh, I yes. took my go, and I took my go, and you just n- no hold on. Yeah. It's it's like, when someone lands on your property, save everything, and they pass a the dice, and they say, "Oh no, you've you've rolled a dice. Oh, yeah. You've rolled a dice. It's too late. You can't ask for rent. Fuck off. That's bullshit. Give, me, give me my money, man." You you won second prize in a beauty because you get ten pounds. Second prize, yeah. How harsh is that? Baffling, isn't it? It's my birthday. Everyone, give us ten pound, please. Go go to jail. Go to, directly to jail. Do not pass go. Do not collect two hundred pounds like you usually would in real life. Mm-hmm. I wish yeah. I. Like, does that mean every year I get two hundred pounds? Well, that's really? just like your wages, isn't it? It's like you're you're weak. You're, That's pretty shit. You're walking around for a week and you get two hundred pounds at the end of it. Well, in this game I was playing, like where the money was different, it wasn't two hundred pounds. I don't even think it was. I don't know. I think it was even more. It was confusing. All the numbers were confusing. I didn't get it. I was confused. Like, How do you use free parking? Do you put all the money in the middle and then oh, if you land a free that parking, goes you back to the game we had years ago. Which was <laughs> so brutal. It's such a bullshit rule, that isn't it? It was horrible. All the money that, that from income tax and everything goes into the middle, and then and then if you land on free park and one person collects it all, but then the bank ends up with no money at the end of the game because every it, all the money's in the in the fucking world. The bank went out of business. Yeah. Again, never in society. Oh, we're nearly finishing this marathon. It's a, it's a marathon. <sighs> it's dude. been a fucking tough one. Uh, we're done with board games as far as I'm concerned. Is there anything else you want to see? I well, think I saw Twister on there. Oh, I Yeah, Twister. That's it? Is that is that it? Yeah, I mean, I wrote down Twister and I, the, the note I put next to it, it's a quite pervy game, isn't it? Mm. Like, yeah. I, you know, oh. if you want to know a party, it's like, let's play Twister. Yeah. <clears throat> let's play Twister. Yeah, and then, and then can... Uh, just have sex like that sort of thing is that what uh, that way uh, <laughs> no to self so all through this episode we've been going oh we should play this game we should play that game yeah. never play a twister yeah. with Tom well, I put, should I put this mat away then the twister mat well I'm spin me twister since, dial um, since it's out we'll play it since what's out so I'll put my leg there right yeah and I'll put that leg there yeah. okay now you but you said since it's out yeah <sighs> I'd <laughs> uh, imagine it's your penis. So, thank you very much for joining us for this uh, board game special, Ross. I know it was um, one that you were very much looking forward to, so it didn't take much persuasion. I enjoyed it. It's good, enjoyed wasn't it? The episodes. Really good. Are you going to pick a game, Tom? To ensure the victor. I've lost the page. There's the page. So it's a Tory anthology. 
I don't know whether to just take pick one at random or really study it because there's how many games did you say? Eighty-five. Fifty-two. Oh no, no. Yeah, it, the box has got it written on. Three plus it says. Oh no, that's the age. Eighty-five games that started a revolution. Fucking five. That started a revolution. So Atari games, lads, and lasses. <laughs> think of all the like, the tales and. What do you oh, think right. Tom's going to pick? What do you think Tom's going to pick? Think about it. Because he's going to pick it right now. Go. Demons to Diamonds. Oh. <laughs> I've never heard of that. What's it described as on there? Action Paddle. <laughs> so it, says, uh. it says Galaxy Action Paddle uh, Control Scheme Controller. Yeah, there's five control... It, it, the front, it tells you what the control schemes are. Right. Okay, anyway... Um. Demons end diamonds. of end of the episode I hope you've all had fun yeah I think that was a really good one I enjoyed it I hope that um, it's inspired some of our fellow listeners to go and play some fucking board games because it, computer games are good computer games are great but we need a bit more interaction I think and nothing quite compares to a good old board game with some beers some snacks I agree yeah. some chitty chatter and some arguing a little bit of yeah, arguing a little always. a dusting of arguments yeah. And if you do all play a, a bit of board games, take a picture and post on Twitter. Yes. And then put it on Gonox Lair. Yeah. A Include. bit more interaction. That's know, all I'm please. asking for. Hashtag Gonox Lair. G-O-N-A-R-C. Fuck. <laughs> got to know how to spell it by now. You must. Yeah, it's a hard. You must know how to spell it. We should have just called it the A podcast <laughs> the A podcast that would have come up quite a lot actually wouldn't yeah, it yeah actually should have uh, actually rebranding's about sh- to take place should have called it something that people always search for like boobs and the triple x rated podcast alright uh, <laughs> fuck cheap cheap piping cheap piping yeah cheap piping.com replacemypipes.com <laughs> right well thanks thanks for us it's been a pleasure god damn it yeah I'll speak to you soon and thank you very much for listening to God
remember uh, I used to play some RPG games and people would ninja the, the bodies that just come in at the last second and hit them once. Mm-hmm. Or just wait until it was that tiny little jujuba health. You'd hit them, you would get everything. I like the way it's like jujuba. Jujuba, I think it was. <laughs> so that was ninja. You're a ninja. That's what you are. Totally un- fucking unintentionally, ninja. though. You're fucking ninja. <laughs> I had been hitting it, though. Don't forget mm-hmm. that part of the story mm-hmm. that yeah. I've manufactured. Ninja. 